I'm happy to share my talk with you this morning. Today, I would like to talk to you about two ways of making Buddha offering that changed my life. My father is also a warm Buddhism minister, and I grew up in a warm Buddhism family. I grew up watching the lives of warm Buddhism ministers up close with my own eyes. Their lives seemed very peaceful and happy. I didn't know much about warm Buddhism, but I often thought I'd like to live like a minister. Finally, I decided to live the life of a minister and applied to a one Buddhism department. All three ministers lived together in a dormitory for four years, training to become a minister based on the teachings of the founding master Sotesan. I started one Buddhism life with excitement. However, there was a huge problem right after I entered the university. It was not an issue that I wanted to become a minister, but I had a problem with another student, and I wanted to leave. I was very disturbed, and it was difficult because of Mr. Lee, the elder student who lived in the same room. That student would always make me do his work because, because I was younger than him. And I had to run his personal errands. However, he was a hypocritical person who would speak and act like a Buddha in front of people. As I looked at that student, I thought to myself, why? Why did he become a minister? I didn't come here to live with people like this. This thought lingered in my mind and bothered me as I lived with him for six months. One day, as usual, I was suffering because of him. While I was suffering in this way, I came across a passage in the scripture. Once, while the founding master Sotisan was residing at Ponye Hermitage, an old couple passing by commented that their daughter-in-law was so ill-tempered and disrespectful that they were on their way to Silsang Monastery to make a Buddha offering so they could turn her into a good-natured daughter-in-law. Upon hearing their problem, Sotisan said, how is it that you know to make a Buddha offering to the Buddha image, but not to the living Buddha? The old couple asked, where is the living Buddha? The founding master Sotisan replied, 
the daughter-in-law who lives in your home is the living Buddha, since she is the one with the capacity to offer you filial piety or disrespect. Why don't you try making an offering to her first? They asked, how should we make such an offering? The founding master answered, with the money you were going to use for the Buddha offering, buy her a gift she would appreciate and treat her with the same respect you would the Buddha. Then, depending on how sincere you are, the effect of your Buddha offering will appear. When the couple returned home, they did as he suggested, and within a few months, she indeed became a respectful and kind-hearted daughter-in-law. The old couple returned to Sotasan and thanked him over and over. The founding master Sotasan said to his disciples sitting beside him, this is a practical Buddha offering that directly targets the specific object of transgression and merit. I thought, this is it. If I do it like this, I can overcome this difficult situation. The founding master said, there are two ways of making Buddha offering. One is a pragmatic Buddha offering that is referred directly to the specific object of the fourfold grace. The second is a Buddha offering to truth, which is made to the Dharmakaya Buddha via the formless Dharma realm of empty space. First, I studied the pragmatic Buddha offering. I thought to myself, no pain, no gain. The student literally presented me with challenging situations that compelled me to reflect on my mind and heart. Thank you, Buddha, for giving me a chance to practice. Every time negative thoughts arose because of him. I always cried out like this, of course, in my heart. Then I served him diligently as an elder, while doing whatever he had asked me to do. Of course, I didn't really feel grateful, just by thinking, thank you. I was still unhappy and was angry at him inside. When that happened, I tried my best to use all the methods of warm Buddhism practice that I had, had learned to calm my mind and find grace. Even though I was angry, I cried out thank you Lee in my heart and tried to, tried to treat him well like I worshiping Buddha. And, and I believe in the Dharma of the founding master. I thought that if follow his Dharma, the effect of Buddha offering will, would definitely appear. Second, the founding master explained Buddha offering to truth as follows. After cleansing your body and mind and making a vow before the Dharmakaya Buddha, remove all distracting thoughts. 
and single-mindedly offer up your sincerity by either entering samadhi, reciting the Buddha's name, chanting a sutra, or intoning a mantra, and so forth. Then, you will ultimately fulfill your vow and, at the same time, that awesome power will appear. For this to occur, however, every bone in your body must ache with toil, and your sincerity must pierce heaven itself. I believe, I believe this Dharma and put it into practice. In the past, I thought that just spending time alone away from the person who made me so upset would have a healing effect. But as time went on, I realized there are other big effects besides this. I gained one realization. Sincere thoughts move energy. My sincere prayer, my sincere heart move energy in the direction I want. And energy exists everywhere in the world. And everything is connected like a well-knit sweater. When I pray with a sincere heart, the sincere energy transforms me in the direction of the prayer. At, and it, it begins for, to affect, affect the people I meet and everything that surrounds me. And it can spread to the world. Then eventually, what we hope for will come true. I tried my best to change this situation with these two ways of making Buddha offering. And while I was putting my heart and soul into these two ways of making Buddha offerings, I felt I had to do both to achieve what I wanted. If we compare the two ways of making Buddha offering to driving, we can say this. The pragmatic Buddha offering is like the driving skill that can get you to your destination. And Buddha offering to truth is the gas that allows you to get there. No matter how hard I drive, I can't go on without gas. And even if I have a lot of gas, I can't go on without driving skills. If we have both, where can't we go? As I wholeheartedly dedicated to Buddha offering, something magical happened to me. If you dislike someone, you only see the bad side of that person and not the good side. But one day, I saw the good side of the person I disliked for a long time. At that moment, I felt grateful 
and the resentment in my heart melted away. It was like an ice cream melting in my mouth. And in the place where resentment melted away, gratitude was filled. And that feeling was really amazing. I was so very happy. I couldn't express it in words. I f the feeling was so strong that it still remains vividly in my heart, as if it happened yesterday. It was a very precious experience. Through Buddha offering, I looked at my changing heart. I actually felt how happy I could be when resentment turned gratitude. And I wanted to share this with more people so that they could feel it too. This, this experience was the turning point in my ministry. Today, I shared a story about Buddha offering through human relationships. However, the Buddha offering touches everything in the universe. We, we always live in the fourfold grace. If we do Buddha offering to the grace of heaven and earth, grace of parents, grace of fellow beings, grace of loss. We will experience the ultimate happiness that is far greater than the joy I felt through Mr. Lee. I hope my talk today will be a seed that will bring about happiness and positive change in your lives. I would like to express my sincere gratitude to the ministers of the One Dharma Center for giving me the opportunity to share my talk. And thank you all for listening to my story. Thank you. <laughs>